All righty, so this morning is going to be a little bit different of sermons than I usually do. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm a little nervous this morning uh, because I like it when I put my sermons together and they have the one, two, three points and I can just follow along. I know I've, I know I've covered everything and I just feel feels complete. This morning, you're going to get more of a testimonial ser- uh, sermon this morning. I'm going to tell you a story from my own personal life. I'm going to try to pull some biblical truths from that, and I hope that uh, I'll be able to cement a truth in your mind like it was cemented in my life. Um, one of the things that I'm, and I'm kind of backing up to, to, to cover this, um, I wanted to go back and I wanted to do a sermon on the sanctity of life. I, As a pastor of East Kelso Baptist Church, I just believe that it's important to go back and to cover those things that we find that the, that this church deems things that we believe in, okay? And especially, And that is one of those things. This church believes in the sanctity of life, okay? The leadership, everybody agrees with that. We believe in the sanctity of life. Now, I understand I'm a little late because the, san- the sanctity of life day was in January a couple of weeks ago. I understand that, okay? But I wasn't able to be in the pulpit that week, so you're going to get it today, all right? And I just I think it's extremely important that we go back and we just cover it once again. I understand that most of you, as I look over at, at this at this congregation this morning, I understand that you most of you believe what I believe. Okay, so I understand that what I'm saying this morning is probably nothing new, but I still believe that we need to reinforce these truths and we need to reinforce uh, these things in our life so that we can at least go and talk and share with other people. Does that make sense? So. The re- and another reason why I, just fe- I think this is important is because as you look around at America today, I, we, we don't have uh, any regard for human life anymore, or very little, okay? If you don't believe me, just turn on your social media. You can look at the school shootings. You can talk about abortion, the millions of babies that have been killed through that. You can look at the murder that's been going on. I mean, the list goes on and on. It is out there everywhere. We don't have this regard for human life anymore, the sanctity of life. And, and uh, you know, you could just look at it from the abortion standpoint, yes, but I believe that if you looked at it from even the moment from the, from, from the unborn children all the way to the adults and the children and everything in between that's being, uh, that has lost their life in the process, all of those were very precious to God, and, and we've lost those, Okay. So I think it's extremely important that we go back and we just think about it for a few moments. I have a couple of verses I want to give you. Uh, the first one uh, that we're going to look at is uh, Psalms 139, uh, verse 14. It says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. Okay, you are what? Fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, I take that verse, and as I'm looking at that, that tells me that you are what? You are precious to God. And I think sometimes we forget that, that we're precious to God, but also everyone else is precious to God. Now, I understand that people have a, have a way of letting sin into their life and messing things up. I get that, okay? But at a very base level, I still believe God considers everybody to be precious to Him. Why? Well, if you go back to the Garden of Eden... Who does it say that, are, that we are made in the image of? God, right? So if he created something that was in his image, 
doesn't it stand to reason that he considers us important? Okay? I don't create things in my image if they're not somewhat important to me. Okay? So, we are important to God. And I think somewhere along the way, we as a country have begun to miss that. Okay? And we don't have the same regard for human life that we once did. As I was doing uh, a little research, it was amazing to me if you go back to the, the issue of abortion, okay? The millions of unborn children that have been slaughtered or killed in just the last few years. Uh, one of the pastors I was looking at, he did a little research, and uh, he put all the death tolls of all the wars that America has fought throughout the, throughout the years, going all the way back to the Civil War. The amount, the, uh, so the death toll there compared to the death toll of the unborn, the unborn was six times over the wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a matter that's kind of disturbing to me. And I think sometimes it kind of gets, it gets pushed under the, the carpet. You know, nobody really wants to touch it sometimes. But there is an issue there, and I believe it's a hard issue because we have no regard for human life. All right? I want, there's a couple stories you're going to hear this morning. Uh, you're going to hear my story, but I also have a cousin and his wife who they have a story as well. Most of you have heard about uh, Barrett. You've prayed for Barrett. Okay. Well, she put a little video together for the Sanctity of Life Day, and I thought it was very good. Because she looks at it from the perspective that all kids are precious to God, not just the healthy ones. Okay. Now, that may seem, you may agree with that, but I was one of those people that got to come face to face with that truth. Okay, And that's a story you're going to hear from me this morning. But before I jump into mine, I want you to hear her story, because I think it's phenomenal, and I think it bears repeating. Okay. So I thought she did a very good job. I thought that was perfect for what I'm trying to say this morning. Um, it is amazing to me what my cousin and his wife have done for this kid. Uh, the fact that they carried it all to pregnancy all the way through. They took the chance. They had the kid. And it's a miracle because he wasn't supposed to live past a couple hours. And he's still alive today. And the way they take care of him, the way they love him, is just a testimony to their belief that God sees people as precious and that life is precious. Okay? And I thought that was a great springboard for what I want to, for, for what I want to uh, tell you from my story as well. I want to give you another verse. So we looked at the Psalms 139. Uh, I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works, your wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it full well. The other one, of course, is the, the verse that talks about in Jeremiah. Okay? And what does it say there? That God had a plan for Jeremiah even before he was conceived. Okay, he had a plan for Jeremiah. To me, that is a very big concept. Okay, I wonder how many of God's plans we have eliminated because of abortion or school shootings or because of whatever. Okay, God had plans for these people. Now, I understand that, you know, Jesus has got to get in there and you got to give him some control of that. But at some point, how many plans have been eliminated because of what? we have done or what our, what our world has done. Okay, 
My uh, most of you know. Uh, here recently, a few months back, we went through we we went through a miscarriage. Okay, I understand that most of you know that you've you've prayed with us through that, and we appreciate that. And I'm not telling you this story so that you feel sorry for me. That's not what I'm going for. Okay, but there was some truths that God worked on in in my life surrounding this. Okay, there was a few details that we probably didn't share with everybody. Uh, surrounding what was going on. So Ash and I had been uh, trying trying to have a kid for probably a, a year or more, probably a year and a half, something like that. And because uh, for some reason, four is the number I always had in my head of the number of kids I want. Why? I don't know. Why four? I don't know. Maybe because it's an even number. I don't know. And I kind of always wanted two boys, two girls, okay? And so when we finally uh, were able and we got pregnant and uh, we're, we began this process, I was very excited. Okay. Also, as we progressed, we we found out that it was a girl, which made me even more excited because then it fits perfectly in my house. Okay, I got two boys in this room, two girls in this one. I don't have to expand or move. Okay, it's perfect. All right. Okay. So everything was going along well. We we went to several doctor's appointments. She was growing the way she she should be. Things were good. Then we went to appointment, and they decided they want to do some blood tests. And that's when things became interesting from a point that I was not expecting. Okay. Uh, we got a notification from our doctor saying he wanted to meet with us because he wanted to talk to us about something. Now, for any of you who have, who have kids, that's not a good thing. Okay. Immediately you start to panic. Okay. What is the doctor going to tell us? Well, the doctor didn't just have the greatest news possible. All right. When we started talking to him, he said that this baby that we were about to have uh, was in the very high percentile for having Down syndrome. Okay. Now, to you, that may not sound like extremely, you know, terrible news, but as a parent looking at what this is all going to bring for you, it was, it was a little bit devastating and scary at the same time, okay? And so we understood that we were going to be embarking on a journey uh, that we had never even thought about, okay? For some reason, you don't think in those terms when you're, when you're uh, thinking about kids. You don't think of your kids having these, these birth defects or these things that you might have to uh, might have to deal with. Okay. So we, uh, closed out that appointment. Uh, Ashley sh shed a few tears because it was very scary. We had our follow-up appointment, which was also very interesting because they said, we're going to talk about options, which, you know, me, you know, my background. I didn't know there was any options. Okay. Because in my mind, we were just going to, we were just going to see this through, but the options they gave us, and why is it important? Because, because it allowed us an opportunity to share a little bit. So the options were that we could do some more blood testing to be doubly sure, 100% sure that that's what this, that this, that this baby was going to have Down syndrome. And then if that was the case, we had the opportunity to terminate at that point because we weren't that far along. Okay. The other was no test and we're just going to see what happens. We, of course, picked for what? No more tests and we're just going to see what happens. Now. You don't, you don't understand the relief that came over that doctor as they were talking to us. And they explained to us that they didn't recommend the termination, but it was something they had to do because of the laws and things we have uh, in this country. Okay? And as soon as we said, no, we're not doing the termination, relief came over the doctor. And of course, the very next question is what? Are you religious? Go figure. Hmm? And so then we were able to, through that process, share some of our belief and some of our background with that doctor. Okay? Now, 
after all that was done, and, and we were still proceeding through this, this pregnancy process, this is when the devil really started to kind of work on me, and I actually had to start reevaluating my belief system. Now, I've always been a big sanctity of life believer, okay? But it's amazing how the devil can start to put those doubts in your mind, all right? And he can start to make you doubt things like you're not capable of raising this child. This child was a mistake. God made a mistake, okay? Maybe it was better if we had never gotten pregnant, okay? Now, I know I, those sound terrible, okay? But they do show up. Why? Because I do have a sin nature, okay? And I'm trying to grasp at anything at this point to make sense of this. But as I began to go to the Lord then and say, Lord, help me with this. I need a mindset change. Verse after verse after verse came to my mind emphasizing that life is precious, okay? The Psalms 39 verse, you are fearfully and wonderfully made, okay? The Jeremiah verse, that I have a plan for you even before you were conceived. The, uh, the verse that talks about, uh, I have it written down here, I want to give you reference for it. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Verse after verse after verse came to mind, resubmitting in my head, the fact that life is precious, this child's life was precious, and God had a plan for her. Now, after a little while, mindset changed. I was ready for this challenge. Now, as most of you know, we did not get to follow that challenge all the way through. When we were about between three and four months, uh, we lost her, okay? But you know, God's got a plan for that, right? It wasn't what I was, was hoping for, but God's got a plan in that. Talk about a devastating baby doctor's point when you go in and there's no heartbeat. And it's kinda, it was kind of interesting because, you know, the nurse comes in, does it real quick. She realizes there's, there's not a heartbeat. Boom, she's out, going to get the doctor. Okay. Now, we've had three kids. I can read the monitor. Okay. So we knew what was going on even before the doctor got there. And the doctor told us that this is what had happened and that... Uh, that uh, she had passed away, and it probably had been like a week or so before the, the doctor's appointment, uh, judging by her, by her growth. So walked out of that, that doctor's appointment, totally devastated once again. Lots of tears were shed. We sat and cried in the car for probably 30 minutes before we could drive home, okay? Because you, you work yourself up to this. Okay, yes, we can do this challenge, this, this, this kid. God's given us to us. We're going to do this. And then all of a sudden, it's not there anymore. And once again, you're just face-to-face -face with the idea and those doubts that come to your mind. You know, if I had been more grateful, if I hadn't said those things to God, maybe God would have changed his mind. Now, I understand that my thoughts have nothing to do with God's plan, okay? This is all a product of a fallen and sinful world in our exodus from the garden, okay? But those thoughts are still there. Now, the hard part of all this was we still had to go through the birthing process. Well, I guess it was a hardship. At, at another point, it wasn't. Because, uh, because you didn't get to take the baby home, yes. But we did get to see this baby. Okay? And you can't tell me that those unborn babies are not alive. Because even at three and a half months, between three and four months, she had toes, she had fingers, she had a mouth and nose. It was all there. Okay? So those unborn children are very much alive. And I was even more just taken back by this because you could even see the characteristics of the Down syndrome on her face. 
at three and a half months. Okay? God's attention to detail is amazing. And once again, I came, that moment submitted, cemented in my mind that life is precious no matter which stage it's in. Okay? Whether it's healthy or whether it has uh, some health defects, whatever, it is precious to God. Okay? Now, you would think as a pastor that you wouldn't, I wouldn't struggle with that. And to be honest, I didn't know I struggled with that until I went through this whole situation. Okay? Coming out on the other side, it's been, it's been amazing, uh, the transformation in my thinking and my wife's thinking. Now, the beautiful part is I'm happy to say that we are actually looking forward to maybe meeting another one. But I can also say that I'm ready for the challenge this time and that whatever happens, we're going to be okay with. All right? Because life is precious, no matter which phase. So my hope is that with this story, I was able to submit in your own mind uh, the truth that life is precious and that God wants us to see people as he does, okay? He wants us to see them and understand that he loves everyone, okay? I love the way my dad puts it. He says we don't have to like everybody, but we do have to what? Love them, okay? Because God loves them. And I think sometimes we forget that. And we, and we don't see people as precious to God. All right? And he has a plan for them if they let him lead in their lives. And it's our job to what? To present that truth of salvation to them. And then I believe we also have a calling to what? To fight for the rights of the unborn children. I just do. Okay? As I was looking at that, at that baby there between, after three months, it was, it's amazing to me. Okay? And resubmitted once again that if there is something that I can, if there's legislation that comes down that allows me the opportunity to protect those unborn babies, I need to be there voting for it. Okay? I need to be looking at the people I'm voting for to make sure that they what? That they stand for what I do. Okay? I just believe that's what we've been called to do. I believe that's what the Lord would want us to do. Okay? I, I, I understand that we can't change everything. But I still believe that we should be standing up for, uh, for these troops and doing the best we can to try to protect those unborn lives. We need to be, uh, because it goes back to life is precious, very precious, okay? And we have to see things the way the Lord, the Lord does. And I believe that the Lord has plans for the Barretts. He has plans for the Ayla. That's the, that's the name of the child that we lost. He has plans for those, okay? If you look at Barrett, I wonder how many people have heard his story and have become Christians because of the story that Wade and uh, Brittany have been able to share. You don't think God's got a plan? Oh, he's got a plan, okay? And he can use them all. And that's, and that's just the message that I just want to give you this morning. And I hope that with my story, I was able to illustrate that, that life is precious. The sanctity of life is something we need to look at and to think about. And we need to see people the way God would see them. Okay? All right? Like I said, a little different message this morning. But thank you for sticking with me. And uh, we'll go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, life is precious to you. All life is precious to you. Lord, help us to see people around us the way you do, Lord. 
Lord, we do just lift up all the unborn babies. Lord, because they are precious to you too. Lord, uh, give us the mindset that you love each and every one of them. You love us, you love them, and you have a plan for us, and you have a plan for them. And Lord, help us to see it that way and be ready to share the truth with people out there who don't understand it. Lord, we love you. We are so grateful that you have given us the opportunity of life. And Lord, I just pray that we won't lose that. Lord, watch over us as we start another week. Lord, the challenges that we may have to face, Lord, I just ask that you be with us. Give us the guidance we need and the words that we need to share. Lord, we just love you, and we are just grateful to have a place to come worship you. In Jesus' name, amen.